How you doing? You already know who I'm this fine. is. It's your boy Ant. Welcome to the Off the Wall Podcast. Miss D, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How's the weather out there on the West Coast? You know, it's gorgeous. It's cloudy. It's cool weather. It's just what I, I love it up here. I love Seattle. Love Seattle for a little, little, just a little backstory. We want to get all deep into it for the listeners, you know. The good friend I knew her since, uh, man, it seemed like it was for some reason. It seemed like our age gap was way off back then for some reason, but it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not Maybe. at all. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm 35 and you're 37. Oh so, yeah, but it so, seemed like it did. Yeah, it seemed like it did for some reason. So, um. You know, knew from Texas, probably like, I think that was my second time I lived in Texas. I lived in time before that, too, also. But that was my second time when I lived in Texas without my parents. I lived there three times. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about that third time, because the third time I went to Houston, I didn't go back to Cove. But a little little military base town called Copper's Cove. We went to the same church and everything. Um, <laughs> man, yeah, that was a long time ago, too. It was. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. But basically, to break down the basis of the story, why I have Miss D today. She was on um Instagram. What was it? Instagram Live? You were, No, you wasn't on Live. I think you was Insta Story, right? correct? It was Insta Story. I made an Insta Story. Insta Story. And um, I think I had just got off work or something, and I was just scrolling on Insta Story, and I, and I heard her story. And I don't think you got to finish it. I, in, I inboxed you. And like, hey, save that story. I think you should, you know, tell the story, you know, on the show because it it got interesting. So, um, for the people who don't know, it seemed like she went on a date with a gentleman. I don't know if you did. You just meet the man, or was he somebody well, you I had was talking to? Met him off of the app. Off of the, it's an app called Meet Me, and I had met him off there. See, I, and we were. That was our first date. That was our first time meeting. Wow. See, I I never heard of the app Meet Me. Is that is that Something that's over there in Seattle? I think it's a lot of people over here. I, I After this encounter, I deleted the app because I was like, this ain't, <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of people up here, it, it's something, because I never heard of it either. Never heard of it when I was living in Vegas or, you know, anywhere else until I got up here. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, so it's, my, it's probably be a Seattle app. Um so proceed to go and tell them the story on how this date went. Because I, I, I don't even know the info for y'all listening. I don't even know the end. Um, I told her to stop. And I said, we're going to set up a date where we can sit down and talk about this. So um, tell everybody from the start how this came about. Okay, so we met. I had got back in town. I went on vacation, went on a cruise for a little bit. Got back in town, and I had this app on my phone called Meet Me. And so the guy made about a week a week ago, had messaged me on Meet Me and was like, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? And we had really cool conversation, really clean, just really chill. So he was like, well, you want to, um, you want my Snap code? And I was like, okay, that's fine. So we were on Snap again messaging and it was just really chill, really nice. Well, I get a phone call um, and he was like, hey, you, what, what are you doing tonight? Last Saturday. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. I just got back from Tacoma, went and got a facial. I'm just chilling out. He's like, well, you want to hang out? And I was like, cool. Like, where do you want to hang out at? So there's this pub that I go to with my friends um, in Renton, which is a suburb of Seattle. Okay. And so we went to the, the pub. And it was really chill. Like, we went there. Um, we didn't have any alcohol. I had, like, a Sprite. Yeah, like, a Coke. Now D, before, and before we you, just, now, D, before you finish uh, with your story, I got a question before you go any further. How long okay. have you known him before you decided to meet up with him? About a week. About a week. It was about a week. Was maybe it, a week is, and a half. Is this the first time y'all were seeing face-to-face? 
this was the first time we were going to meet face to face. Okay, okay. All right. But now, before you finish, did, did he actually look like his actual pictures, like his profile? He did. Okay. He did. He looked like himself. Okay. Cause I know he like, did. I know a lot of people like to hide behind them filters, and they don't come with their filter on when you meet them in person. So. Right, and then you're just like, who is this person? <laughs> yes, so, right. Right. <laughs> right. So, we meet up and everything. He looks just like himself, and we're just talking. We're talking about work. We're talking about finance and what he's trying to do, his goals. And say, it was just a really cool conversation. And we were there for about an hour, and it was just really nice. Um, he paid for everything. I always bring money when I go out. Just in, you know, just in case, or if we go half or whatever, I always bring my own money. But he offered to pay for everything, so I was like, okay, fine, you know. Um, I did offer, but he was like, no, I got it. Um, but then it was like about we had dinner for about an hour, and he was like, well, you know, do you want to go to the movies? And I was like, okay, sure. Like, what do you want to go see? So we went to go see that movie Bad Time at the El Royale or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that movie, but I think I heard. Yeah, it, it's just all right for anybody who wants to go check it out. It's okay. But anyway, so we we get there. We drove our separate cars, so he didn't come pick me up or anything. We we literally drove separately and met at the bar, and then we drove to now, now who picked the, the movie? The who picked the movie? He picked the movie. Oh, see, that was a bad sign right there. Anyway, after he picked the movie, was it really? The, yeah, the movie was trash. Like <laughs> that might have set the tone for the rest of the evening. But I'm gonna let you go ahead. <laughs> Tell me why it's bad, but anyway, so we go, and he, you know, he picks the movie, and I got, you know, some candy or whatever, so, again, we're waiting for the movie to start, we're kind of early, so we're just sitting there, you know, and we're just talking, and it's just really, he just seems like a really chill person, you know, the movie starts, and not even five minutes into the movie, he does the whole, they pull the arm around her, so okay, you know, that's a guy move, they do that, whatever, I'm not even, did he yawn before you no, he didn't yawn. He just, you know, he just, you know, put his arm around me. So I was like, okay. So, th- so this is where it just goes. Just I'm just like, what, you know, what's going on? So he puts his like his hand, like he's trying to stroke my cheek, and then he tries to bring it down, like by my neck, and he starts just trying to bring his hand down. So I like move his hand, you know, hold his hand or whatever, you know, bring it back down to the lap. You know, you can just, you know, keep your hand here. You know, he he did that a few times, or he tried to like touch on my on my my boobs and stuff i'm just like what's going on like what's up you know i'm not you know let's watch the movie i'm not trying to make out with you it's not even we just met you like chill out so then like we're watching the movie and he tries to go in for a kiss again i'm you know i'm not really selling it because you know i'm still trying to get to know you i don't even know if i like you yet like we just met so, you know, after a few times of rejecting that, he puts, he takes off his jacket, he puts his jacket over my lap, you know, so it's like covering his lap and my lap. And so I take his jacket, I move it back, and I'm just like, you know, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not cold, I'm, I'm okay, you know. So the movie goes on, you know, he had made a few more advances, and I just was, you know, I wasn't, by that time I was just annoyed, because I'm like, okay, clearly I, I'm showing you that I'm not feeling you like that just yet, like, just chill, you know? So, the movie ends, and by this time, you know, I'm just kind of one word answered, like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, okay, you know? He's like, well, I'm gonna walk you to your car, so I was like, okay, you don't have to, but... All right, fine. So, that's a, that's a key phrase, fellas. Huh? Key fra- I said, I'm telling letting the fellas know that's a key phrase. If she don't even want you to walk into the car, it's pretty much over, dog. Yeah. 
So we walk. So anyway, we walk to my car, and he goes in, you know, for a hug. So I guess he finally, finally dawned on him that I'm not trying to kiss him or anything. He goes in for the hug, and he does like a double squeeze, like trying to squeeze my boots up into him, you know? So I was just like, okay, this guy just act like, and we were the same, we're both 35. You know, he just act like he hadn't had sex in a while. That's what it came off as um, in the movie theater. Like, you haven't had any in a minute because he just couldn't contain himself. So, you know, after that, I just didn't respond back to him and that was pretty much the movie. That was pretty much my whole little... <laughs> that, that is, that's kind of crazy. It sounds like the me, that Meet Me app. And you said you was new to it. Maybe that probably sounds like. Did y'all have an app called uh, Plenty of Fish out there? Yeah, I've heard of Plenty of Fish. That's what I think he probably thought that was because Plenty of Fish was one of them apps where pretty much people just get on to hook up with, and maybe Meet Me is something equivalent to that. See, I'm wondering, but I mean, we it never. It wasn't like he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come over to your house," and none of our conversation ever, you know, centered around sex or anything like that. None of it. So this was kind of different, you know? E- even at the restaurant, like at the pub, nothing was like, yeah, you look good or you got nice, but nothing like that. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Hey, that, that's kind of crazy. And it's kind of creepy, guys. I wouldn't recommend you do anything like that, and especially today's era. Um, yeah, he, he, he probably could have had it. If you would have pressed the issue, that, that you know, that's a lot of sexual harassment right now. Yeah. A whole lot. Um, especially in these days and that's that's crazy. Like <laughs> that's crazy. You you should also be careful even meeting up with somebody within a week. And true. So I always whenever if I'm gonna meet someone, I always have my mates with me and I always have my little I always keep something in my purse. I'm always just anyway because you know, how I work. I work sometimes really late nights, sometimes I don't get off to like late and I was working deep, deep in the country, I was working in a small town here and before I started before I moved up to where I am so I always carry something with me just in case you know but it was just kind of weird because I wasn't expecting that you know I was expecting because it was just such a chill conversation mm, well it looks like yeah. he, he got a little rocky during it. that's probably why he picked the trash you know it might have been strategic why he picked the trash movie he probably like yo she's not going to be interested in the movie I'm going to defuse her with that movie. You try to throw a couple moves and then see what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to tell me why it's a bad sign when the guy picks the movie. Because I got to hear this. No, I'm not saying it's a bad sign when the guy picks the movie. I say it's a bad sign when the guy picks a bad movie. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's usually not a good sign. That's Yeah, yeah. That's bad taste. There's a whole lot of undertones in that, like. That you can read into. A lot of people disagree, but I'll say it's a 90% success rate. <laughs> when I picked a good movie <laughs> back in my bad days, it, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, it worked out for me. Maybe, yeah, maybe not for everybody else, but I know in my day, 90% success rate when I picked out a good movie. <laughs> but it, it, Here you it, go. It can go the other way with a bad movie. Man, like, that's, that's crazy. Have you ever thought about getting your gun license or something over there? Um, I haven't out here, but, um, you know, I'm thinking about relocating back down south, so definitely when I get back down there, then for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I say it's a good thing to do, um, especially how crazy it is nowadays and you're a woman. Um, how, so how is the dating scene in that area, like, specifically? Well, I mean, I've been out here for about two years. Mm -hmm. I was with the same guy for about seven months. Mm-hmm. And that was really, you know, that was a really, we had a cool relationship up until the end and it just kind of, 
but I've met some cool people out here. Um, definitely not just like off the bat. It takes a little bit to kind of warm up to people out here. They call it the Seattle freeze where people really don't open up to you. Mm-hmm. But after you get to know people, it's really chill. I haven't really had a lot of problems. This was probably the first date where I was like, what <laughs> is this about? <laughs> <laughs> So, so what are you? What are you specifically looking for in your man, other? In my for a guy for me, okay. So you know, you know what kind of work I do, and I'm yep. pretty successful at what I do. So I need someone that can kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've had issues with people saying, you know, well, you work too much, or well, you think you all that because you have this kind of job, or you know. So well, I need someone that can understand. Said, a guy said that to you. I have someone say that to me. Yes, I have. You think you're better than me because of the amount of money that I make. You know, I'm not making millions, but I make a pretty good living. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I have. I have had that happen. I have had guys say that to me, but you know, it is what it is. But what I'm looking for is just someone that can understand that I have a strong work ethic. Mm -hmm. I value my job. I love it, and I need someone to understand. You know the way I am, if I gotta go in, I have to go in to do what I have to do there. Um, and just like someone that's just kind of chill, like you can, you know, funny, we like can hang out, we can go out and hang out, we can just stay in, just something like that. Like I'm not asking for a lot. You don't have to make like six figures or be six two. Just have a good heart and just be really chill. I don't know. That, that's why I would probably advise you to stay away from the apps then, because I don't know if everybody from them dating apps has a good heart, um, unless you try Christian Mingo. That's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people on dating apps have good intentions. Yeah. On all of them. I mean, there might be good people on there, but it's just, you know, in our environment, everything is so social media driven. I think it's kind of hard to actually go out and meet people like you used to. Like, go out and just sit at, at the bar with the free of your friends and some guy comes up I think it's really hard now to yeah. actually meet people in person it is because I don't I don't know how it is out there because but here like I've seen some guys when when they go to talk or approach a woman they would actually ask what what is their social media name on like Instagram or Facebook so they could follow them and start talking to them there and it's like weird I'm like Right. It's kind of crazy. Like, nobody really knows how to communicate face-to-face anymore. Everything is a text, um, inbox, uh, messenger. Like, it's, it's ridiculous now. So, I, I kind of understand that. And then, plus, it's the thing, um, like, how me and my friends, how, how, how we talk about it. The thing is, is your girl, if your girl's on social media, it isn't like it how it was back in the day. If you're out and about... Um, just anybody couldn't get a chance to talk to your girl. Maybe if they work with her or something like that. But now social media made right. everything so close. Somebody can get up there. Oh, that's his girlfriend's name. Uh, they can go inboxing her. They can leave comments. Like it's easier now. They have everybody has a whole lot of options. And a lot of people, man or female, are really out of certain people's league. But it looks like they're in their league because they're able to talk to them. You know, on social media every day. Right. Right, I agree with that. I do kind of miss that time, you know, when we were younger and you just had the house phone. Yeah. And you just gave them, you know, that's what we had. Or back in our day when we had, like, the little pager and you, <laughs> you know, they beep you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just kind of missed that time because it was such a simpler time where you had to actually exchange numbers and you guys talked on the phone instead of texting now or the apps and stuff. I really do miss that time. It was kind of easier back then. Yeah, and it was a lot of creepier girls and guys back then too. But it was a, it was it was easier to decipher from them by you know just having a conversation and meeting them in person than it is 
just somebody you met online because that person that might be that person online character because I don't met a lot of people who seem like uh, that they had a lot of personality online but then in person like they could barely say two or three words that made sense um, so right it's, it's it is you're right it's a big scary time for people um, as far as the dating scene because of social media that is yeah I 100% agree it is mm. it is that's crazy. You gotta tell me some of your stories, though. My story. I gotta hear. Yes, I have to hear like, about like, old aunt because I didn't. I missed a whole chunk of old aunt. Yeah. The aunt from. <laughs> what like what old stories from where? Like in in Texas? Where like? I, well, after because after I left Texas, I went to Vegas. But I always hear you talk about old aunt and what old aunt used to do. So I'm like, but I gotta hear these stories about. Yeah, because I knew high school aunt, but I didn't get to meet old aunt, you know, after high school, but before now aunt, aunt in his 30s is completely different from aunt a whole in his different. 20s. A whole lot different. A whole lot. It, it depends. Like, what, what type, like, what do you want to mean? Like, what type of stories? This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look at some of your stuff on Facebook, because some of the stuff I'm just like, he was wilding out, like the whole uh, taking the fruit snacks and <laughs> Oh no! Okay, now, now that is true. Um, matter of fact, a couple like when a couple of my friends when they hear this, they're gonna probably laugh at it, you saying that because it's just a lot of. So, um, I don't know what it is, but it's like I like after high school for some reason I've never had a girlfriend that didn't have kids for some reason I just didn't. So, it was a chick that I was talking to, and I think she had three, and I was probably like in I might have been 23, 24. And, uh, yeah, like, and, and when I say that, it's true. Like, women that have wow. uh, multiple kids, they have some of the best snacks. You're going to eat a, a home-cooked <laughs> meal almost every night. Like, seriously. Any guys listen, they're they going to they gonna agree. They they can say that for sure. Like, that's one thing. A, good ch- a girl that has multiple children is definitely, you're definitely going to eat. Put it that way. You're going to eat. Because she has more than, she has to take care of them kids. Yeah, she has to take care and of those kids. Them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's. It's, it's a lot of individual stories within that, but I'm just giving you, like, a base, you know, like, an outline. Like, that is very yeah. true. Like, a lot of guys can relate to that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think, actually, now that I look at it, I think single mothers are probably the best to date, especially now, because you find a chick without kids, man, nowadays, it's, it's like, rare. It's like seeing a unicorn. Like, yeah, now it's almost you wonder what's wrong with them. It is. Because everybody has them, everyone in, in our age, we've been through so much. So you're going to have people who have been married in their 20s, then they got a divorce because it didn't work out. So now they have kids, and I think that's what you're pretty much going to see. Besides me, because I still don't have kids. So be, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking myself out of that equation. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what you're, like, yeah. that's generally when I talk to someone. And for me, I don't want any more. Uh-huh. I don't want to have any more kids, so I always have to ask, you know, do you have kids? Do you want any kids? Because I don't want anyone to, we go and we start dating, and then, you, you know, they realize, well, I want kids, and, you know, I don't. I'm very adamant. It's okay if you have them, but I'm not trying to have any more. My oh. daughter will be 18. I'm finished. But, but see, <laughs> now, see, you saying that now, D. So, but but if what if the perfect Prince Charming, your, your, your perfect type comes along, y'all kicking it for a while, Maybe two or three years go by. Y'all really feel each other. He he proposes or something like that. And then he says, hey, look. 
can you give me a, a, a little, whatever his name is, if he's a guy, a little, a little Mark or a, a little King or a little <laughs> Princess, like, what, what are you going to do now? Are you going to, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to not do it? I don't know. I mean, because think about it. I'll be, I'll be 36. By that time, I'll be almost 40. I mean, do you really want to have a kid in your 40s? I mean, people do. They have kids in their 40s. But, I mean... It would just have to depend on a person. Like, I really have to love them, and we really have to be really committed and going somewhere. But see, I don't know. I think for the right person, maybe I would consider it. But see, I, I, for I, anybody else, no, nah, I'm not having kids. I'm good. See, I, I, I based my life, as y'all know, I'm a big Jay-Z fan, man. Jay-Z didn't have his first kid till like, 46. <laughs> so I'm so he was 46 years old? Yeah, I think he was, like, 45 or 46 when they had Blue. Somewhere near that. And then, you know, him and Beyonce just had the twins, what, a year or something ago? He's like uh-huh. 48, 49 now. Yeah, I base it off that. So I guess if I don't have a child by the time I'm 44, 45, it's not in the cars for me. Yeah. Well, I think you might. I think you might meet the right girl and then, you know, y'all go on ahead. Now, see, the thing with me, I'm not, I, I, I think why I escaped that, like, besides, like, my friends, my other male friends, is because I, I always told myself I'd rather be married before I have kids. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the that, right way. That's it, the way we should be doing it. I mean, even, but, but even that nowadays, it's kind of hard. Like, it's, it's it's even hard for people marriages to work because of how the way the world is now. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, I guess you, I guess when you meet the right person, I guess you know. If you know, you know. Right. I believe. No, I think, you're, I think that's true. I think that's a true statement. Yeah, I, I believe it'll be undeniable. So, like, that's like when, you, when you're with somebody for a while and they be like, oh, why have y'all got married? I guess... Cause I haven't got that feeling where I'm feeling like, you know, I feel like this is the one. Um, Cause I think a lot of people are really jumping out here just getting married, just to be getting married, just so they can have a couple of uh, dope photo shoots <laughs> to post online and uh, right. to make their friends jealous or something like that. Because they're not, they're not really working. I like, I know a lot of people married just like personally, like around me personally, who are really not as good as they say online, but you know, they they play that role. And um, I don't know. I don't want to go through that. I just don't want to go through that. Right. It does seem like that. It seems like people, you know, people always try to make their life, not everybody, but a lot of people want to make their life more glamorous on social media, you know, as far as, you know, oh, my, I have the perfect marriage or, you know, I got this or I got that. And really it's crumbling in the background. And I think you're right. I think a lot of people, you know, they jump into it. And that's for me too. I don't want to... I'm not trying to jump into anything like that. Like, I'm just really taking my time. I used to, when I was in my 20s, it was like, okay, I want to find someone, I want to get married, I want to do this. But now it's just like, you know, if it happens, it happens. If I get married and I find somebody, we get married, then cool. If not, I'm okay with that too. And I think a lot of females, and this is just from be, you know me being a female, need to be okay with being alone and doing things for themselves. Exactly. I think and that, not wanting to be with a guy or meeting a guy or saying something's wrong if you're not in a relationship. You got to make sure that you're okay being alone first before you can be okay with being with in a, in a relationship with anybody else. Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. That that's a lot of people's problems. They're scared to be alone, and because by them not wanting to be alone, they end up accepting and putting up with something or somebody that they shouldn't for a long, like long periods. Yeah. Around. They end up like, and for y'all women, I think it's really harder for y'all because y'all end up. Dealing with dudes that y'all probably should leave alone years before the time, and he done got some of your best years. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're in your like late thirties or forties, and you're trying to, you know, what I'm saying. But he, he, the guy, took so many of your years. I don't know why a lot of chicks can't see that. Like, 
But they think it's love. They think all the crazy stuff is love. Like some stuff is love, but I think a lot of it is just they scared to be alone. Or they're used to right. a person. A lot of people stay with people because they're used to the person. Yep. It's familiar and it's comfortable. Even though it's unhealthy, it's familiar and comfortable. And that's why I think I a hundred percent agree with you. You know? But I just I refuse. I'm just like if it's not working, I, I'm just gonna tell you, hey, you know, I really care about you, but it's you know, it's not working. Yeah, I think. You know, because you want to be happy. Yes, definitely. Definitely in this day and age, you want to be happy. I, I'm the same way. I'd rather just say, hey, look, it's not working out. You go yourself, right? Go yourself, right? Except we stay together. And then, because I've been there before, too. You stay together with somebody that you know you're pushing it before. Pretty soon, hatred creeps up in there. And they say, you know, y'all disrespecting each other. And it's, uh-huh. it, gets, it gets, it just steamrolls into a bunch of problems. So it's best that when you, if you feel that way, to just go ahead and cut it off. Yeah. That's how I'd agree. Yeah. And then, like you say, with with your own daughter, is your daughter planning on going to college? She is. She's trying to go to college in Canada. Oh, man. Um, Yes. Yeah, we've been up there a couple of times. We had went to Germany because that's where she was trying to go originally. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just like, you know, that's just kind of, you know, too far. You know, I want you to be kind of closer. So if something happens, I can get to you. And Canada, I'm okay with because it's right two hours away from where I am. Or if I do move down south, it's just, a, you know, plane right up. But, um, yeah, she is planning on going to uh, college in Canada. In Canada. Wow. Hey, it's going to be very cold. <laughs> very cold yeah. out there. Oh man, and see that—that's another thing with the younger. Because it seems like now younger women are getting married so young. Would you be against your daughter seriously dating while she's in college? I did tell her I am. I I am. I am. I because agree. I did tell her I said I want you to focus on you now. Either your focus on you and college and travel. We have our passports, you know. I've, uh, and that's something that I I know you see me on social media that we've gone and we've traveled to different places. You know, that's something that I want her to still have. And I want her to focus and see as much of the world as possible, learn as much as she can, get her career going. Guys will always be there. Guys will always be there. Just focus on herself. I totally agree. I I hate when I see people... with their, their, their kids and stuff and serious boyfriend and girlfriend in 11th, 12th grade. I'm like, you don't really know who you are at that age. None of us really do at 18, 19, 20. We think we do. And then you end up spending the years that you have the chance to exploring and doing what you want to do. You're messing it up. You're being loyal to this one person. And then one day when you're about 25, 26, y'all both realize y'all don't really want each other. And that part of your life is, you know what I'm saying, gone. You're an adult now. Right. Right. I just tell her, I'm like, you know, just be careful, you know, just be careful, you know, but go out there and experience life. Go out there, you know, that's what your late teens and early 20s, that's what that's for. For you to go out there and and find you and see what you like, you know, because you can't tell someone how to make you happy if you don't know what makes you happy. So I'm a firm believer in that. And that's what I tell her. I, I really try to preach that to her. And, um, you know, so far, you know, she'll be 18. I think I've raised a good, mature young lady, and I think she'll be good out there. So I'm really excited to see the adult that she becomes. I really am. Oh, that's good. We're wishing the best for her, too. So that with with the daughter going out the house, is your dating habits going to change then? No, I'm still going to take my time. 
I'm still going to focus on work and, you know, just take my time and, and see what happens. I'm not going to try to, you know, a lot of women, they have kids young because, you know, I had my daughter when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And then they get out there and they want to wow out and go party, you know, and go crazy. I'm, I'm just not that kind of person. I mean, you've, you've known me since. Yeah. I was a teenager. I've always been kind of reserved, had the same kind of friends. Yeah. So that's still me. Yeah. So I don't think anything's going to change. I'm not going to be like having guys running through here. And oh, no. I, 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 I don't like think that. you do that. Yeah, I don't think you do that. That would be crazy. <laughs> 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 that definitely would be crazy. Yeah, you have you have done a good job of keeping the same friends, too. I've seen that. How are them doing, too, Nikki and all of them? Mm-hmm. I said you have done a good job. Most people, especially with y'all women, because I, I have said this, and to me, a lot of women, like, especially as you get older, y'all are some of the worst friends to each other <laughs> for some reason. But you have done a good job, though, because you, you've kept some of the same friends that you had since, you know, back in the Texas days. So you, you've done the very, I have the same friends, yes. yes. I don't. You're like one of the rare people I know that, that's done that. But, like, it's like a lot of women, like, I've I've been in circumstances where a lot of women they 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 and outside they say they're the best of friends but like when you know one of them and you know the other one like they really it seems like they're either competing with each other or they really don't like each other like they claim they do. Right. And people like that I just I just kind of stay away from, you know. I have two good friends and you know Nikki and Felicia. Yeah. You know, and I can tell them everything. I can tell them some of the most craziest things and they won't judge me. You know, we'll laugh about it. You know, we you know we've had our disagreements, but you know, to, I think yeah. when you have true, genuine friends, you can have disagreements, and you guys still love each other and still can, you know, be cool. So yeah, no doubt. And that's just yeah. I don't. I don't like the women out here, and I've tried to you know meet some women out here, and but it's like crabs in a bucket, or just like you said, where they act like y'all so cool, and then they want to trash you and. I don't have time for that. I'm just like, I'm, I'm over that. So if that means I have the same five friends that I've had since I was 11, then I have the same five, five friends, friends yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah, y'all like, y'all gonna end up being the Golden Girls, man. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. Our little trio. Y'all gonna end up being the Golden Girls. So, so was it a big culture shock moving from the Vegas area to Seattle? It was. Because, you know, Vegas is 24 hours. It's very fast-paced. Um... You know, everyone's drinking, partying. I mean, us, when we're your locals, you're not doing it as much, but there's always something to do up there. Where everything up here, I mean, Seattle's really fast-paced, but everything closes. Not a lot to open on Sundays. I mean, there's a few bars and stuff, but it was a different culture shock. And then in Vegas, it's more of a mixed community. It's, you know, you've got black people, you've got Hispanic. It's pretty mixed up here. Um... There's a lot more white people. I mean, there, it's just it's just a little different. That the diversity is different. Um, definitely, if you go to Tacoma, you're going to see a lot more um, of a more of a mixed diversity. But up in Seattle, and the further you go up, um, it's like less and less and less. So it was kind of a culture shock to kind of see the difference between the two. But up here is like really liberal. Everyone's really chill. I haven't had like any kind of crazy issues or you know the police stop you for anything crazy. It's been really it's been a really cool experience up here. I've really liked it. Oh man, you you been to a Macklemore concert yet? I don't know why. No, I, asked I haven't. You that. <laughs> I don't know where. I just know you're from Seattle, <laughs> so I felt like concert. I should ask you that. <laughs> no, I haven't been to anything out here except for I went to go see um, 
George Lopez and Cedric the Entertainer and D.L. Hughley. They had like the comedy get down. Oh, yeah, they, they came to North really Carolina cool. too. Yeah, they came to North Carolina too. I missed it though. Yeah. What? It was really good. It was really good. I liked it. I love, I forgot about D.L. Hughley and how funny he is. But it was a really good concert. If they ever have another one like that again, the only one I really didn't care for was Eddie Griffin. He was more just over the top vulgar oh, yeah. than the rest of the guys. Yeah, you know? yeah, Eddie, that, that's Eddie's lane right there. Um, yeah, so. Was DL talking about people in the crowd? That's, that's why I like DL. That's vintage DL. I like DL when he starts talking about people in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cool, though. It was really nice. I liked it. I like George Lopez's set. I like, they have really, he was like the, more like the MC. He just kind of did a few things in between. But it was a good, um, it was good up here. So, I haven't been to any concerts yet. I don't even know. Concert, I keep telling my daughter, I'm like, we should go hang out and go to a concert, you know. But you know, she's into you know, she's into other stuff and the other kind of artists like that techno, you know. Oh, she's, she's stuff. Yeah, I'm not into that. So I'm like, no house music type stuff. Yeah, she's into that. So I was like, nah, we can't go to a concert <laughs> together. That's not gonna work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll be wild out. Next thing you know, they'll be passing you drinks and, and Molly's. You, you, you're gonna be messing right. up. Right. You definitely lose your job next day going to a techno party. Right. <laughs> um, so but, everyone trying to do all that. But Seattle's usually a, a stopping ground for a lot of big tours. I'm surprised you haven't been to nothing yet. I haven't. Jay Z and Beyonce was up here. Nelly was up here last year. Um, Migos and Drake were supposed to be out here. Drake and the Three Migos concert. Yeah. But and then Justin Timberlake is coming down uh, in like November. But I haven't. I just haven't. And you know, me, I just, I work so much. It's like, I need to take time, a little bit more time and just kind of see who's coming and just probably just go buy the tickets and stop being antisocial and just go. Because I know what you do. Like, yeah, you you do work a lot, especially with your your position. I know you work a lot. Um, Yeah. Do do y'all have the Sunday thing too, like they got here? Yeah, we do have the Sunday Amazon. Okay. We do have the Sunday Amazon. um, And you'll see me, like, I'll post pictures of me throwing parcels and helping them, yeah. trying to get them out of there. You know, I've had to drive, you know, the LLV, the vehicle, and, you know, help them deliver. So, yeah, it is out here. It is. Um, How long? So this is where Amazon is from, you know, so oh, this is where okay. it originated. The Sunday Amazon came from Washington. Oh, man, I didn't know that. And, and they, they kind of sucked when I was there, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts, um, it's anything that rolls out, rolls out once on, it was on the East Coast and on the West Coast, and they kind of just bring it in. So, a lot of things they do, they'll start them on the East and one uh, place on the East Coast, one on the West, and then it just kind of gradually reaches the middle. Spreads all out. Yeah. So, do you see yourself retire from now, or do you... Is there anything else you got your eyes on that you want to do as far as entrepreneuring or, or anything like that? Or do you look at that, hey, this is long term, I'm in here for the long haul, I got the years here, I'm going I'm to finish out. I definitely do wonder if I'll do anything different. Um, right now, I'm in it for a minute. I mean, I love what I do. It's definitely, I didn't wake up saying, you know, I want to be a postmaster or I want to be a manager in the post office. I never woke up to that. But since I'm in it, I'm good at what I do. You know, I'm making a really good living. Yeah. You know, but I, I never thought about, you know, 
what I wanted to do. And this is going to be a good time, you know, when my daughter graduates and she goes off to college. I can, I have time and I'm young enough still to figure out, okay, what is it that you want to do? You know? So I always think that having her at such a young age was a blessing mm-hmm. because I'm still young enough to still enjoy it and figure out things about myself and what I want to do and, you know, and experience it. So I don't know. Right now, I'll, I'm in it forever. I'm in it, but you just never know once she goes and I can take some more time and just kind of reflect and see what, you know, what does Deanna want to do? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You you never know. And like, um, I think you're going to be real. Like, you're definitely going to probably find some different hobbies because you, you she's done been around with you for the last 18 years. You know, your your homie is going away to school. It's going to be kind of different. Yes. Yes. That's going to be interesting. Like, you probably find out a whole lot about yourself or what you want to do. Like, quick. <laughs> right. I'm excited about it. Um, I think it's really good that she's going off. Because when you look at it, this is this will be the first time that I've lived by myself. Yeah, that's what I was saying. When you like, think about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you know. I well, One, you know, from a kid to being 17, living in my parents, well, parents, and then 18 to, you know, to 36, living with, you know, raising a child. So this will be the first time that I'm actually living by myself. And I, and this is another reason why I don't think I want to jump into another relationship and get really serious because I think I need that time to just kind of be by myself and just experience that and see what it's like. Figure some things out. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man, you definitely because I know it, it, it looks like y'all are best friends from the pictures you post. So now she you, is. You definitely it's gonna be a whole lot of long calls. See, that's why I tell you, you gotta get iPhones. So you can FaceTime and everything. You, you gotta leave the joy alone, D. I know. I know. You <laughs> be like, man, you gonna miss her? You better start doing stuff. You gonna be sad? I'm like, yeah, I know. Because we do, we do so much together. We we do these trips together, and we you know we plan a lot of stuff. Or sometimes we'll be like, hey, mom, I'm not gonna hang out with my friends. Let's let's, let's go out and go have dinner and stuff. So, you know, she's a really good kid, and I'm just like, man, this is my little buddy. We've done everything together. Like, what am I gonna do now? I'm definitely feeling that, and it makes me sad, but at the same time, I'm excited for her. So yeah. it's sad for me because she's going off and doing all these amazing things. And I won't get to just have her here with me, but I'm excited to see what she does and, you know, who she becomes. I'm excited about that. You know what I think you should do? That, that, to solve a lot of it. I, I, I think I know exactly what you should do as soon as she leaves. Probably the first week she leaves. What should I do? Book you some studio time and drop a mixtape. Here you go. <laughs> 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 Ain't nobody picking up that mixtape. They'll be like, "What? What?" And we look at that that guy that you post. <laughs> Talk about some big mood. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's what you should do. Drop a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Get you some Migo instrumentals and just go ahead and write your heart out. Get in the studio, you know, let it out. <laughs> Hey, I think that'll be a big move. Definitely a big move right there. I, I co-signed cool. a Deanna mixtape. If I make that mixtape, I'll definitely, you'll be the first to hear. So you can either put up the trash or <laughs> put up the fire. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we definitely definitely appreciate having you today, Deep. So before you go, before you go, I know you got a lot of stuff to do. Um, what do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see, where Deanna, where do you see yourself career-wise in your life, whatever, in five years? Five years, I'll probably be back in the South five years from now. Um, right, so you got to clarify, because we in North Carolina, based out of North Carolina, a lot of, well, we got a lot of listeners out there, but I don't think too many on the West Coast, but 
When you say South, they're thinking, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking Texas. Yeah. South for me, I'm thinking going back to where, you know, back to where we were, back to Not my cold, old right? ground. So, yeah, I'm definitely thinking of like Harker Heights, Temple, maybe okay. Austin. Now, Harker, um, now, Austin is a good area. I don't, I don't know about Colleen. I was talking to a few of my friends there because I was like, I'm kind of worried because, you know, when we were younger... You know, at my age, there was like a whole bunch of GIs there, but, you know, a lot of military positions were right by Fort Hood. But yeah. from what I've been hearing, it's a lot different now. Yeah, the young guys are still out there, but it's a it's a good, cool, older, mature crowd out there. So I was like, well, maybe I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, five years from now, I'll definitely probably be back in Texas, you know, doing, still probably doing what I do, probably in a higher level position, you know, with more responsibility, but... You know, dating wise, hopefully by then I might have met someone and we, you know, we're traveling and doing our thing. Because, you know, that's me now. I've gotten the bug yeah. to travel. So I'm planning lots of trips and hopefully I'll have someone that I'm traveling with by that time. Okay. That's, 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 that sounds like a big move to me. Um, definitely. But I, I, I recommend the Austin area. I definitely would recommend Austin. Definitely. Right now? Yeah. In 2018, I definitely would recommend. They're definitely a growing city. Um, it's a lot of things to do there. I definitely would recommend Austin. I'll have to keep that up. So, yeah, I'll be out there. I need to come out there and see you, though, because I haven't seen you, and it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. I might have to hang out over there. Yeah, and then see you. Because, um, where was Nikki? No, she was in South Carolina. Yeah. She was in South Carolina. Yeah. I went to go see her. Oh, big she big was in Columbia. Big mm -hmm. difference, big difference. South Carolina, uh, no disrespect. I have a lot of friends in South Carolina. That's some old... I don't know what they own down there. This is more country. Not a place I like to be. We like to go to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. A lot of people here, but yeah, other than that, nah. Like South Carolina, nah. Um, Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham, Greensboro, North Carolina is probably is the places to be. Um, All right, I'm out to check it out. Yes, most definitely. You, you definitely got to plan that. Oh man, so what what do you got planned on for the rest of your day before we let you go? What you what you about to get into? I'm about to um, get the stuff to make some food tonight. I'm about to make some scallops and shrimp and with some pasta and make that tonight. So I got my wine chilling, and that's gonna be that's gonna be me tonight. Oh, this is, so what you are gonna have playing in the background? The music got to set the tone. The music. Yeah, the music <laughs> sets the tone. What? I'm telling you, you know how big I am. Probably, probably some of her techno pop stuff. No. <laughs> and you know what? You know, I, I think. Do you have? Oh man, I forgot. You got a droid. I'm about to say you have Apple Music. I can send you a playlist that I made. Over there, you know what I'm saying? That would have set the mood straight, but you don't have it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I have one. She's pushing me to get an iPhone, though, because she has one. And she's like, you know, if you have an iPhone, then we can FaceTime. If you have an iPhone, that's like her whole thing. I can airdrop you pictures, you know. So yes. she's peer pressuring me to get an iPhone. So I might, I might end up getting an iPhone or adding an iPhone line. Because I just like my drawer. I like, you know, that I can do multiple things at once. Well, my brother got the iPhone... In 2010 or something, I was the same way. I had, you know, I was coming from BlackBerry, Sidekick, all that junk. I was like, man, I'll never get an iPhone. That's what I was telling him. I finally got an iPhone probably in 2012. Never looked back. I'm telling you, it's the best thing. I got the iPad, all that. Like, it's, it's I'm telling you, it's, it's a better device. All Is it really? you very. I thought I would never yeah. enjoy BlackBerry, stuff like that. But yeah, iPhone is a totally better device. I'm going to have to get one because she keeps telling me. She's like, Mom, what you doing? Hey. Why? See, your phone, look at that. Hey, but if you had an iPhone, yeah, look at your 
picture quality, but my iPhone. <laughs> She's right. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. She so, the camera everything. She drags me. <laughs> I, I gotta agree with her. And, and like I said, you're gonna you're gonna miss her. You can be in the bed, FaceTime her, y'all looking at each other. Like yeah, I'm telling you, it's get the iPhone. Please get the iPhone. All right, when I do, I'm going to I'm gonna have to let you know when I get one. You know what? I would, I, I would already know because I knew when I texted you when your bubbles came up green, I'm like, oh, my God, Deanna got it. <laughs> See, when you get an iPhone, I would already know because your name would be blue. It wouldn't be green right now. <laughs> so I knew. I was like, oh, my God, D. Oh, she's an Android. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I enjoyed you today. I appreciate you talk, talking to us today on Off the Wall Podcast. Um, For the listeners, this is Monday because this one is going up. But uh, this is Monday, so we thank you for joining us on this Monday night. Uh, and, anytime. Uh, all right. This is the Off the Wall Podcast. Thanks for being our guest, D. Later. All right. Bye. Bye.